This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Dank. Just dank. It remains dank. I don't know where we're headed. Here's a teacher in the UK who faces disciplinary action for misidentifying a transgender student. A teacher in England who misidentified a transgender student earlier this month is facing disciplinary action. You want to know what his crime was? Uh, it's going to make me mad, but we'll go ahead. Well done, girls, Joshua Sutcliffe said on November 2nd when he addressed a group of students that included a transgender girl who identifies as a boy, according to the BBC. Tough. You know what? Following a week-long investigation, the teacher admitted the incident happened, but he calls it a slip of the tongue. Yeah. Sutcliffe, is, who is also a Christian pastor at Christ Revelation Church in Oxford, said he tries to avoid using gender specific pronouns in his classroom in an effort to balance his beliefs with showing sensitivity to the student. The state academy math teacher said he generally refers to his students by name. While the suggestion that gender is fluid conflicts sharply with my beliefs, I have never looked to impose my convictions on others, Sutcliffe told BBC News. Sutcliffe said he apologized to the student. The student, get the foghorn ready, please. The student declined to comment. I'm sorry, the school declined to comment, saying it would be inappropriate. However, a spokesperson for the school told BBC News that it takes equality and discrimination seriously, adding there is a range of governor-approved policies in place to ensure it acts lawfully. Sutcliffe's hearing is set for tomorrow, according to the BBC. What are they going to do, put him in jail? Right. You, you can make mistakes and not have to lose your job or pay a fine. More than 2,000 young people between the ages of 3 and 18 sought help with gender identity in 2016-17 through the National Health Service in England. The number of transgender youth has increased annually since 2010, according to the Gender Identity Development Service. But I would imagine it is still an unbelievably small percentage well, of students. Yeah, this guy had one in class, apparently. One. There is no single explanation for the increase in transgender youth. Polly Carmichael, a consultant clinical psychologist and director of GIDS, Gender Identity Development Service, told BBC News, adding that there's significant progress toward the acceptance and recognition of transgender and gender diverse people in our society. Well, if this story is as it's stated here, uh, this guy shouldn't have to do anything. He, he said, hey, excuse me, you know, that's right. it. Hey, okay, girls. Oh, identifies, uh, uh, yep, I'm sorry. Well, Boom, done. Well, along those lines, <sighs> boys should be able to wear tutus, tiaras, and heels if they want, says the Church of England. In new advice issued to its schools, the church said youngsters should be free to explore the possibilities of who they might be. 
Nursery and primary school in particular is a time of creative exploration, it says, and youngsters should be able to pick the tutu, tiara, and heels, as well as or the helmet, tool belt, and superhero cloak without expectation or comment. Guidance for Church of England schools on homophobic bullying was first published three years ago and now is being updated to cover transphobic and biphobic bullying. Transphobic and biphobic. Mm-hmm. No child should be bullied because of their perceived or actual sexual orientation or gender identity, it warns. Okay, I, right, that's, that's fair enough, I would huh? agree with that. Yeah. I don't want kids to be bullied. No. But for some of these kids that are different um, by nature... And I don't mean to. they should be bullied, but by nature, they are going to draw attention to themselves. Homophobic, biphobic, and transphobic bullying causes profound damage, makes children feel unsafe, and put their education at risk, and schools must take action to tackle it, the guidance says. It says that schools which promote dignity for all enable pupils to accept differences of all varieties and be supported to accept their own gender identity or sexual orientation and that of others. The advice goes on to say, in the early years, context, and throughout primary school, play should be a hallmark of creative exploration. People need to be able to play with the many cloaks of identity. Children should be at liberty to explore the possibilities of who they might be without judgment or derision. For example, a child may choose the tutu, princess tiara, and heels, and or the fireman's helmet, tool belt, and superhero cloak, without expectation or comment. It adds children should be afforded freedom from the expectation of permanence. They are in a trying-on stage of life and not yet adult, and so no labels need to be fixed. Hmm. Wow. Where are we headed? Well, the gender cat is out of the bag. Children should be afforded freedom from the expectation of permanence. In other words... Uh, the little girl sitting there shouldn't think that she's permanently a girl. I think you got to declare. I think it's at uh, some point that you got to put your name on the list. It's like going to the the A or double A in the high high school hockey yeah, tournament. You, you either move up a class or you, you can't stay. go back. Yeah. Yep. You, this is that's great if you want to go there, but you're 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 done now. We can't keep changing. This should inform the language teachers use when they comment, praise, or give instructions. It may be best to avoid labels and assumptions which deem children's behavior irregular, abnormal, or problematic just because it does not conform to gender stereotypes. The guidance acknowledges that there's a wide range of views among Christians and people of all beliefs about same-sex marriage, sexual orientation, and gender identity. But it also says the aim of this guidance is to prevent pupils in Church of England schools and academies from having their self-worth diminished or their ability to achieve impeded by being bullied because of their perceived or actual sexual orientation or identity. Well, we're on board for the non-bully, all right? We must avoid at all costs diminishing the dignity of any individual to a stereotype or a problem. The most reverend Justin Welby adds, this guidance helps schools to offer the Christian message of love, joy, and the celebration of our humanity without expectation or inclusion or exclusion. Okay, uh, agreed. But what they have to also remember is you cannot have everything. I don't want any child to be bullied. I don't care whether they're a girl, boy, or what. I don't want that at all. That's that's bad. I got you. But for 100% acceptance where I want to do this and feel like this, so you have to accept me, uh, there's, there's a limit. You can't have it all. It's not unicorns and rainbows. 
The Church of England has 4,700 schools and teaches a million pupils. 4,700 schools. 4,700 schools and teaches a million pupils. Okay. And so those million, those one million pupils uh, are uh, tacitly being encouraged to be whoever they they want to be with no anticipation of permanence. To me, that's the most uh, problematic admonishment in this guidance. Uh, what that suggests is that they're fully on board for this fluidity that apparently is uh, invented out of whole cloth and uh, should be accepted from the age of three or four, apparently. And uh, any 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 r- rising of opposition or questioning this, it sounds to me like would be considered bullying. Uh, and I'm not in favor of bullying. I don't even know what the hell biphobic means. I know what homophobic means. I don't know what biphobic means. Transphobic must mean uh, like you got to go across the ocean. Like the teacher, like the teacher oh. who failed to acknowledge when when he said "good job, girls." Uh, he must have been being transphobic because he didn't take into consideration that there was a gal in class who was becoming a boy but or the, who identified as a boy. But this is the problem. The teacher is there to teach, not to try to figure out what pronoun he's got to use for the students because that takes up time. Mm-hmm. So you're you're allowed to, to be offended. Wow. I don't know where. I don't know where we're headed. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Neil, go ahead, please. Yeah, Joe, I'm going to ask a question, and I mean this in all seriousness. What are we supposed to... Are we supposed to think that they are the gender that they identify with or how they're dressing? And the reason I ask this is because I drove through a McDonald's with my six-year-old on Sunday morning and was given a coffee by a man who had makeup on and a lipstick, and my son knew that it was a man. Mm-hmm. What What are we supposed to tell our kids? I don't. I just don't know what to do. All right, I got an answer for you. Hang up. All right. Here's the question I have: The left embraces science when they want to. In other words, you see it most significantly in the idea that the left would have you believe every scientist in the world believes man is ruining the earth, Mm -hmm. right? Which is not true. Where is the science on this question? In other words, where is the science and the empirical evidence that deciding you want to be someone who you are not is a perfectly natural function of the human condition. Does that make sense? Uh, hit, hit me again If, you, if your kid came home and told you, uh, I'm, a, uh, I'm a guard for the Minnesota Vikings, okay. you'd say, no, you're not. Right. You're, uh, you're just a, you're a kid. You're... Well, I, here, let me try it again. 
I'm sure it's been published and I'm sure it's out there. I just haven't come across it. Where Where is the science and the empirical evidence that would suggest that gender fluidity is an entirely normal aspect of being a human being? Because I would submit to you it's not an entirely normal aspect of being a human being. There, there, there being no science that I'm aware of that recognizes that fact or empirical evidence that would demonstrate that it's entirely natural. It's entirely, I'm not, I'm sure it's entirely natural for a little kid to put on a dress once in a while and screw around, you know, fooling around. I was play, a gal for and, Halloween and, one time. And playing, in playing. Right, I, I, right. I get that. Yeah. But where, where is the, where is the empirical evidence that that should be seized upon as evidence that it's an entirely natural thing for a child to determine they don't want to be who they are. I'm, I'm, I'm hypothesizing that that empirical evidence doesn't exist. So what you're saying is <laughs> at, at some point, I, I'm, I'm thinking that this is, uh, uh, Okay, I, I'm thinking that that I'm, I'm going to stick with what I just said. I'm thinking that the evidence for this being an entirely natural thing to have happen is not is not there. It's not there. It doesn't exist because I would it's imagine it's unnatural. Yeah, and I'm I'm not a doctor, so you my words are worthless. They're worth what you're paying to hear them. But that would be my speculation: is that it's not natural. Uh, it can certainly result in struggles, and I understand people have struggles with their children. Well, that's, and- that's that's what my point is, is if, if Timmy comes home and says, you know, I really identify as being uh, a Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, okay, first, your your heart's going to ache for that child because they've had uh, struggles with this already. And then you're going to go to work on it. You're going to work on okay, it. Okay, but, but here, what I'm saying, there has to be, the, the new Jennifer has to be told you can't sometimes. It's not all, it's all full. You do whatever you want. You're going to support that child, but there has to be some limitations because society's posing limitations. Michael? Hey, Joe. Yeah. How you doing? Good. I think there, I know there's a study out there recently. That I think it was John Hopkins. A group of doctors said that uh, they're hurting the children with these, uh, putting this stuff on them. Uh, these false, uh, belief systems Mm -hmm. and that it's not scientific it is you know there's an x chromosome and there's a y chromosome and and the psychologists were saying they're 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 hurting the children by telling them they can choose their sex right it so it is scientific and, and you can look that up all right thank you uh smoking causes cancer empirical evidence can be presented to rest that case Right? Are you agreeing? Yeah, we, we got that. that Smoking one, a causes cancer. There's a trail, yes. Empirical evidence in science can demonstrate that. What can science, medicine, and empirical evidence demonstrate about Johnny wants to become Jane? It can't because it's, uh, be, because it's unnatural. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying it's not natural for the human body to do that because it's wired. And this is probably way over our pay grade. Yeah, I'm... Treading lightly because Way I don't over have answers. Mark? Good afternoon, Joe. Hi. Uh, 
this falls back to reporting isn't what it used to be, but if this child identifies as a boy, why was he with all these girls? And if this is an all-girls school, because we don't know with what the article says, why is he with all the girls if he identifies as a boy? And, I mean, that's... That's a, a good question. That's a good question. It's a good question. Because, it, uh, you know, how as a teacher do you address this? Mm -hmm. If, you know, uh, they identify as a girl or a boy, and they're not, and uh, they can call out an adult that they've been insulted, I mean, it's it's totally out of whack. I agree. Yeah. I agree. With that. Thank you. Larry. Good afternoon, Joe. Hi. I just heard an interview with a lady talking about the word gender. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even in our lexicon until two doctors that were involved in the gender changing or the changing a male to a female, the whole surgery type thing. Mm -hmm. They had to come up with a word for it because you can't change a male from a female or vice versa. Hmm. They had to come up with a different word. So that's where the word gender. Do you remember the word gender being used when you were a kid or younger? Uh, not, not really, no. It was male or female. Yeah. yeah, Maybe on an application it was used, what gender are you? Maybe. I, have no I don't idea. think so. I don't know. No, it's it male said, or female. Just M or F. Yep, that's yeah. it. <laughs> All right, thank you. Take care. Uh, this is a long way from the point, but the point being, I don't think the uh, teacher in England, he already apologized. Why in the God's name is he facing disciplinary action? I do have a quick email question mm -hmm. uh, from JJ. Uh, rookie, you dressed up as a girl once for Halloween. Were you a uh, big girl? I was a uh, big gal. Yeah, that's uh, you got more candy that way. <laughs> well, more a, bounty. He got a twin in the car. He got a twin in the car. <laughs> she did not show up this year, or <laughs> the twin came twin up. He got a twin in the car. Uh, all right, we'll be back shortly, but... Commencing garage logic segment number eight. John, as is our custom. Yes. Kelly, go ahead quickly, please. I just wanted to say this is, uh, it's ridiculous to say I want everybody to accept me for who I think I am in my mind. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then society, we're supposed to do that. And conversely, uh, it's a false liberty. You know, it's like the Mysterians. They don't want to give you real liberty, but they want to give you a false liberty of thinking I can be whatever I want to be, which means literally nothing other than oppression to everyone, you know? They're oppressing what you think, we're oppressing what I think. We look at these people and we're like, what the hell's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. All right, thank That's you, Kelly. Thank you. Here's John Height in the newsroom. Thanks, Joe. Cloudy and 44 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, and downtown Duluth. Uh, according to John Heyman of FanRag, the Twins are taking an aggressive stance to open free agency. Uh, he says they're going to go after lots of pitching. Heyman said the front office is looking at top free agent hurlers Hugh Darvish and Jake Arrieta with a slightly higher evaluation of Darvish. Uh, not only that, he says the club is said to be investigating the best relievers available, including Wade Davis and Greg Holland. Ha! Huh. <laughs> I'm all for it. I am too. Former Vikings offensive tackle Matt Khalil now plays for the Carolina Panthers, and he wasn't at the Maple Grove Pizzeria he owns on October 26th, uh, but he still faces charges of serving alcohol to a minor after the establishment, Pyology Pizzeria, failed an alcohol compliance check. 
Leal has been charged with a misdemeanor in Hennepin County Court. The criminal complaint says a Maple Grove police officer conducting alcohol compliance checks with a 19-year-old that afternoon. 19-year-old is alleged to have gone into the counter at Pyology and ordered a bottle of beer. Server is alleged to have taken her money, given her change, and directed her to a cooler where the beer was located. According to the complaint, the server never asked for any identification. Maple Grove officers then reported to have identified herself and asked to speak to the general manager. The GM is alleged to have informed the officer she was recently hired and had not gone through alcohol licensing training with the city. The officer obtained a copy of the liquor license application from oh the establishment. Oh, my God. Determined the owner was Khalil, and the charges go to the owner of and the you never would have heard a word about it if the owner was Bill Johnson. That's correct. True. And okay, Maple Grove. Uh, you know what? I'm. Are those the big problems that are going on in Maple Grove? Well, if that's the case, they're nailing Khalil, who wasn't there. They're just they're big uh, names. A, I think it's really sad. Maple Grove, you should be ashamed of yourself. It's, it's not. Every city does this. I, yeah. That's. I. I but I agree with that. With every city, if there's a history and a problem, okay, I understand. If you're just randomly checking. Then you're wasting taxpayer money. It's not a problem. Well, Thank you, every sir. city is wasting taxpayer money. Yes, every city. Unless they've already proven that they've had trouble, then they, they don't need to do random checks. This is not the Gestapo. Yeah, might as well be. <laughs> Think, unless you're in Maple Grove where it's Stalock 13 over there. I'd, I'd like to agree with you, Rook, but there is kind of a problem w- with this type of thing. And I believe in this case, wasn't the person that served Johnny also like 17 years old? Uh, she was young also, yes. Yeah, she was a minor. I, I'm just saying, this happens all the time and you don't hear about it. Right. You're only hearing about because it because it's, it's a Khalil's national restaurant. football league player. Mm-hmm. Correct. I'm just saying, we don't need sting operations. Well, you, gotta, you can't have 17-year-olds buying hoops. Right. If there's a problem, back it up. But if there's not, leave them alone. Business owners got a tough enough time out there. News notes from today. The former superintendent of a Shakopee school district has been arrested. The Shakopee police said uh, uh, Jeff Tate, excuse me, that Rod Thompson, Shakopee police... Say start over. That, yeah, yeah, let me, yeah, let me let's go to rewind. A former superintendent of the Shakopee School District has been arrested, according to Shakopee Police. Mm-hmm. There, uh, Rod Thompson, who resigned in June amid scrutiny from police over his use of his district credit card, was booked into the Scott County jails, awaiting formal charges from the Scott County Attorney's Office. Is this a second case, or is this the one from a while back? Uh, I think must it be might... catching up from his the original. Yeah. Okay, because I thought, okay, okay. Yep. He did it again. He got another card. <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering. Did this happen again? <laughs> Who keeps giving him cards? A release today from Shakopee <laughs> Police Chief Jeff Tate alleges a six-month investigation showed that Thompson used his district-issued credit card to buy a number of Beer items. Beer at <laughs> for, for personal use, including airfare and hotel stays, various electronic devices, tickets to the Grand Ole Opry, sports decor and memorabilia, alcohol flasks, Jewelry and cowboy boots. Oh my God. What an idiot. <laughs> How did he think he wasn't going to get caught? I think he, like Joe always says, there's a theme problem going on there sure, with the yeah. list that you just wrote. The uh, release Red. also alleges Thompson committed fraud with his uh, contractual adoption benefit. Over five years, the release claims the investigation revealed $73,642 in fraudulent purchases and reimbursements. The two people stabbed at Mall of America Sunday night have been identified as brothers from Minneapolis. 19-year-old Alexander Sanchez and 25-year-old John Sanchez stabbed in a Macy's dressing room. Alexander Sanchez remains in Hennepin County Medical Center. One day later, he suffered serious injuries to his face and upper body, although they are not considered life-threatening. John Sanchez has been released from HCMC. The suspect, Mahad Abdiaziz Abdiraham, remains in Hennepin County Jail. Charges are expected this afternoon.
saying cloud police are looking for the dad of a three-year-old boy who they believe accidentally pulled the trigger of a loaded firearm within his reach oh. yesterday. Oh, my God. The father, 28-year-old William DeAndre Dickerson, is wanted for being a prohibited felon in possession of a firearm and negligent storage of a firearm. Officers responded to a residence on the 1500 block of 15th Avenue Southeast in St. Cloud about 1117 yesterday morning, report of a child bleeding. While there, they were notified mother had arrived at St. Cloud Hospital with her three-year-old who had a gunshot wound. The release said an investigation indicates the shooting was an accident based on the negligent storage of the firearm. The child's injuries are not considered life-threatening. The father said to be driving a 2002 dark-colored four-door sedan. Anyone with information asked to call the St. Cloud Police Department. More information now on that shooting today in California. Four people were shot and killed this morning when a gunman opened fire at multiple Mm. random locations, including near an elementary school. Two children were killed in the shooting. Four people, including two children, were also wounded in the incident. The shooter was killed by police officers. One of the children killed was at the elementary school. Another was killed in a car nearby. Shootings were reported in and around Rancho Tejama Elementary School, More than 100 police officers investigating seven different shooting scenes in that area. Unclear if any of the shooting scenes happened on school grounds. Tahama County Assistant Sheriff Phil Johnston said the shooter was randomly picking targets. He said we could see more victims before it's all over. Brian Flint told the record Searchlight newspaper after the incident that his neighbor was the gunman. Flint said the neighbor was acting crazy, threatening him and his roommate before stealing his truck. Flint said the neighbor had been shooting hundreds of rounds from large magazines, Investigators have recovered a semi-automatic rifle in addition to two handguns. Witnesses at the school described multiple rounds being fired. Coy Ferreira told a local TV station he was dropping off his daughter at the school just before 8 in the morning when he heard the sounds of shooting. The school secretary then ran out, told children to go inside because there was an active shooter. Rook, have we ever read swap shop ads on the air before? (laughs) We have not. Colleen, uh, Colleen up in Renshaw sent me some collected from the Duluth uh, newspaper. The, wait till you hear these. I, I had no idea. Uh, she said she sent them before and we read them, but I don't recall it. I, I don't remember that. Wait till you hear some of these. It's it's people. Swap who, shop. It's like a, like a Craigslist. I'll trade you this sure. for this. Okay. Wait till you yeah. hear this. Oh man, is this great? It's just fantastic. <laughs> oh, so what the wording or just the the what the people items? are willing to swap and what they want in return? It's just amazing. Like wives. Well, here, I'll give you one. Swap. Two cemetery plots with vault. We'll swap one or both for a car. <laughs> sure. Well, Trying to get out of town fast. You need to get around, yeah, you know? Yeah. What, what oh, you they're do? fantastic. Swap shop. Yeah. Who would be in urgent need of a grave site? Or are you just trying to make well, preparations? Well, you're just thinking ahead, I guess. Yeah, you got to. Right. Yeah. A new study suggests that taking the time to stop and enjoy each mouthful of a meal could be the secret of a healthy heart. Hey, you, know hey, no, you two no, dummies. This, no. You, Sushere and Reavers, the two dummies that eat fast. Let's go. John, I, I got things to do. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Are you? No, you're just you a, don't stop. You're a slow eater. That's I'm a the, very slow eater. Because why? Because you're relishing well, it. Uh, research by these Japanese scientists found that people who eat slowly and mindfully, like Rook, are less likely to pile on the pounds or develop metabolic syndrome. Yeah, I don't know about that. The name for a cluster <laughs> of dangerous health problems like high blood pressure, diabetes, and obesity I'm that can damage the heart. Savor this piece of chocolate. So in other words, you're not supposed to wolf it down. That's correct. Ah, wolf it down. It's yeah. like the the muscle concert that you and I had at Pool and Yacht that one time. I think I got <laughs> I think I got concert? about uh, three. I and, had about forty. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> ain't nobody gonna beat me to the muscles. <laughs> 
How do you eat them fast? Oh, you don't you have to dig them? Dig them out of there, If baby. I had my camera out in slow-mo, it would be real-time. <laughs> my slow-motion video would be real-time for it. <laughs> We have Dave Dahl coming. I think up. you bought that night, right? I probably did. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're due for another one. Yep. The home. University of Garage Logic, 98. College of Self-Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're at 44 degrees out there. We still have fog and drizzle. Our visibility has dropped down to four miles. So a um, little bit of fog problems, I think, with the evening commute tonight. Uh, it's definitely ro wet roadways as well because there's drizzle along with that. That's going to taper off after midnight tonight and should gradually start to clear out toward tomorrow morning. So I think we'll have partly cloudy skies tomorrow, but it's going to be breezy and colder. The overnight low only 36, but the high tomorrow only 38. So it's not going to warm up much. Northwest winds at around 10 to 20. Tomorrow night down below freezing down to 24. And then mostly cloudy skies, some drizzle again on Thursday and 38. 43 on Friday, some rain could become mixed with snow by late Friday night because that's when the cold front arrives. And that's an Arctic front. It's going to drop our high temperature to only 28 on Saturday with few windblown flurries. It's going to be windy throughout the day. It's going to make it feel like it's in the lower teens most of the day on Saturday. Sunday, eh, it's still cold, but at least a little less windy. 30 for the high temperature and then 40 on Monday of next week uh, before another drop comes our way toward the middle of next week as we head toward the uh, Thanksgiving holiday Right now, it appears as though we're going to have very few uh, travel problems as far as storms go. Uh, but, of course, this time of the year, those storms can come up in a hurry. So uh, at this point, looks pretty quiet tonight with some fog and drizzle out there. 36 for the overnight low. Right now, we're at 44, Joe, and I have the records for the day. November 14. 71 on this day. 71. In 1990. In 1990. Zero. Zero. In 1919. In 1919. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Remember when the? I don't know if this is. <laughs> what is? That? I don't know what you're doing. Theme from SWAT. This is SWAP <laughs> with a P. The right. SWAP shop. That's all I could do. It's the closest I could get. Uh, I don't know if this Close is an example of last dropping or more cheap crap or what this is. I didn't know these existed. See, I. This strikes me as something that you would be interested in. Well, listen to some. It's probably similar to TwinCitiesFree.com. SWAP. Medium doghouse and kennel for two packages of family-sized chicken wings. <laughs> no. I'm not making these up. No, that's a, no, that's there's a high phone school prankster. And, there's phone numbers and everything. This is oh, real. Oh, this is Colleen great. got them out of the Duluth News Tribune. <laughs> chicken wings. <sighs> Family size. It's got to be the big. He's yeah, hungry. They, we ain't going for the normal. You must have a twin in the car. Swap. Motorcycle for a commercial egg incubator. Oh, yeah. okay. That's different. Motor. Uh, so they're they're trying to get rid of their. So the guy that's driving a motorcycle that no longer wants to ride needs to have a desire for an egg incubator. Here's my question: is You haven't it, heard anything yet. Is it a? Is it complete ownership, or in some cases, is it? Hey, you can borrow this for the weekend. Yeah, okay, weekend. I can address that. All right. Here's, here's one some. right here that says, "Swap batch of delicious homemade fudge." For use of a good baby car seat up to 36 pounds during December 17 to 31. Huh. 
So you trade, oh, the, okay, yeah. trade the fudge for the use of the car seat. I got a, I've got a nephew that's coming over for the holidays. I guess. Okay, here's some fudge. Is he a big nephew? Swap hand knitted items and movie. We'll trade for heavy duty exercise bike and toaster. <laughs> doesn't wait. Oh, wait, wait heavy duty uh, a bike wasn't enough. You got to throw in a toaster. This is unbelievable. Swap wool sweater worn two times woman's XL for two slice toaster. There seems to be a theme here with toasters. Okay, yeah. Who's what's huh? huh? Uh what are we swapping now? Well we got the single cemetery. Well, here's a cemetery plot for trade for a home water softener. Ah. That's uh, nice. Home water softener, you got to have that installed. And you ready for this one? Yeah. Swap three-year-old parrot with cage for a camper. Three three-year-old parrot with cage with the cage, and you get a camper car out of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't nice think camper. that's a. That's, that's got to be one hell of a bird. Well, I was going to say that's not an even swap if you're getting a camper out of the deal. Well, like, who knows? I don't know what a parrot's worth. Uh. Swap seventy-eight Pinto wagon, good condition for eighty to eight nineteen eighty to nineteen eighty-nine Wheaties box collection. I'll trade you a car. So somebody's got a, a, a Wheaties box collection. A what year? Swap a seventy-eight Pinto wagon for an eighty to eighty-nine Wheaties box collection. Would a Pinto wagon in that year any be of any collectible value? No. no. Swap Briggs and Stratton push lawnmower will trade for twenty pounds of ham. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but why? Are these is this people? last no. dropping or more? Well, what, what is this? Uh, what is this? Loneliness. I see loneliness. It, uh, I, you've got a Briggs and Stratton push mower, okay, and you're looking at it in the garage. And you're you're really, thinking, boy, I could really go for some ham. Yeah, and you're like, I. In what? I, about twenty pounds would be good for that. For Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Swap. People I, cook th- hams for Thanksgiving. This one, oh, this yeah. one is a, a puzzle. Swap some small wood burning stove for some firewood. Wait a minute. <laughs> Where are you going to burn the firewood? Oh. Small wood burning stove mm-hmm. for firewood. Swap my knowledge and advice for oral Yiddish lessons. Hey, now this is how the <laughs> Yiddish did it. Let me show you. Well, it's just a thing there. Uh huh. Oi vey. Yiddish. Yeah. What language do you speak? Swap. <laughs> Swap. Bissell floor scrubber. Oh, yeah. Chest of drawers. Yep. Old chenille bedspread. Four, ladies large winter coat brown, size 39, and radiator heater for potatoes. What in the hell is potatoes. this? <laughs> you can buy it at a store. It must just be... For real, people are trying to get rid of things. I think that's it too. Uh, why you would uh, put that up against potatoes? I don't understand. Swap toilet tank for firewood. No, all right, I'll pass. I got it. Rook, you hit on it. Here's yep. what this is: it's that section of our brain, and I think it exists more here in Minnesota than anywhere else, where we have something. It may it's it still works. It's still useful to someone. And we can't just give it away or throw it away. We've got to find someone that needs it. Yeah, yeah but these are weird. Well, that's what I'm saying. 
They don't. So they're reaching out to say, hey, maybe there's someone that needs a Bissell floor scrub. Because yeah. I need me some ham. <laughs> right. Swap water trampoline with anchor and swim island for <gasps> running vehicle in good shape. Oh, I'm not trading a car for All right. that. All right. What Swap 1992 Mercury Villager minivan for a PlayStation 3. <laughs> Hey, I can do that. Is that still out there? I can get rid of that PlayStation 3 that my kids got. 25 years old. Gabe, mm-hmm. I got you a car. <laughs> Free. Right, meaning the right foot, outdoor lacrosse snow boot, size 10. Just one? One. One. You'd need a oh, yeah, amputee to my, take you up on that one. Dad, really, your dad, dad would do Bob, that. Bob, you got to call. Him. There's something for everybody, isn't there? He'll say, I don't even play lacrosse. Wait, it's the left foot I need. Wow. <laughs> This is amazing. I, I had no idea. Uh, trade a horse for a Rickenbacker bass guitar. All right. I don't know if that's a good idea or not. I, I don't know. I, I, I have, this is just amazing. But that can't be uh, distinct to just the small town. There must be something like that here. Loyal listener Terry. Swap. One sweater with stretched out neck hole for a six pack of Diet Coke. Ask for Pat. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the thrifties ads that used to be in the paper? Oh yeah, well, oh, yeah. that was that's somewhat akin to this, isn't it? Was the thrifties ad where you got the uh, the motorcycle, the scooter? No, no, no. Those were all real ads. Oh, everything must go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the greatest April Fool prank ever. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun, Joe Souchere? You know, those Thursday night NFL games uh, leave a lot to be desired. Why? Uh, Miami and Carolina last night wasn't much of a game. That was a Monday night game. <laughs> you said, you know, those Thursday night <laughs> NFL games. And I, I was thinking ahead. I thought, I, 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 guess, I, meant really on I guess I today. meant the game last night. Yeah. Wow. Never, never mind. That was a Monday night game. It still left much to be desired. I woke up today uh, early in the morning uh, and said to lucky. my wife, no, she said, uh, I got to get Sophia. I said, why is she going to school today? It's Sunday. She said, uh, dummy, it's Monday. See, it happens, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it does it happen. So I'll, 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 we'll forgive you. 1500 ESPN. <laughs> I'll let you know what time that molar ad is, is tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesdays. St. Paul, Minneapolis. Oh. It's 44 degrees.